If you're sick of playing small, and if you're a big dreamer, then you're in the right place. My name is Helena Garrett, and I'm here to give you the juiciest business tips to help you grow and scale your dream beauty business. You can call me your new beauty business bestie. Let's get started. Hello, beauty bosses. I am here with our guest speaker, Courtney, the creator and founder of Lash Essential. And I'm so excited to dive deep into her business and her story and how far that she's come. So welcome, Courtney. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes, of course. I've known Courtney. Oh my gosh. I met her at, when was it? It was the Las Vegas show. Was it like 2019? I think it was because that was the first show that we ever did. So 2019. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. And we've been like connected ever since. And then I last saw you at LashCon 2021, which was so nice to reconnect with you. And I feel like we've all been kind of doing virtual stuff. So it's nice to hug on you and to kind of talk to you about all the scaling that you've done in your business. Right. It's so fun. And I love like the world that we live in where we can be virtually connected, but it's always so nice to like be able to be in person and do all the fun things. So I agree. I feel like, you know, in person, you really can't beat it. Like I'm that kind of person where I love being around people. So when during the pandemic, I was like, oh my gosh, like virtual is all I have, you know, but it's been such a good resource too, to be able to create other streams of income and other things in your beauty business. So I kind of wanted you to kind of talk to our audience for the people who don't know Courtney, um, about your story in the beauty industry. Okay. So it's not super glamorous as much as I wish it was. Um, so I was like a really young mom and, I was working as a secretary, making nine whole dollars an hour and just like, yeah, right. And it just like, wasn't cutting it. And at the time lashes weren't regulated in my state. So I learned lashes and it kind of took over my life in like in the best way. Um, The state then regulated. So then I went to aesthetic school and in aesthetic school, because I had already been doing lashes, all the girls like would huddle around me while I was doing clients. And I would like give little tips and tricks and everybody, like, it was so funny. People would come to me instead of the instructors, which I feel like kind of like pissed them off a little bit, (laughs) but, um, they would come and ask me lash questions. And so I feel like that is where like my spark for like education was like really, really ignited. Like it was like so amazing to see somebody like tweak just a little technique and it was like, boom, they got it. And so I was just so in love with like helping people grow. Um, so that was like, geez, like I got started with lashes 10 years ago. So I've seen the evolution of like, don't wash your lashes, make sure you wash your lashes. Like I remember when volume lashes came out and I was like, there's no way that's healthy. Um, (laughs) I feel like we all felt that we were all like, Ooh, those are like what the bad lash artists do. Like, I'm not going to yeah. be a bad lash artist. Cause that's oh like healthy. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. And so, yeah, I've just been around and kicking it for like 10 years. And then I really got into like the actual business about six years ago. 
Amazing. And again, that was just because like, I really loved educating and people would ask for questions like on Instagram. And I was like, well, maybe I'll hold workshops. Then that evolved into trainings. And then that evolved, you know, like it kind of was just an evolutionary process. I love that. And I feel like it kind of happened like naturally for you. Like, I feel like some people try to force the trainings. They try to force to be a really good lash artist and you, it just kind of came naturally where people were asking for education. People were asking for products and then you just decided, oh, maybe I should sell this. Maybe I should have trainings. And it just kind of like fell into your lap and you just have been exploding ever since. Yeah. I feel really blessed because it wasn't ever like my intention. When I learned lashes, it was like an ends to a means. Like it was just, you know, I have this new baby. I really, really just want to have more freedom. And that's how it started. And so to be where I am a decade later, like my lash anniversary is in March. So that will be 10 years. And I'm just like, I know it's so crazy. I just, I look back and I'm like, is it so funny and like cheesy for me to be like lashes changed my life? (laughs) You're like, am I that kind of girl? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I'm like, I I really do feel so blessed because I've been surrounded and I've been able to make connections and just, Mm -hmm. that's honestly what it's about for me is it's like, let's just all win and I'll be your cheerleader and all these things. So really blessed. I love that. And your brand like really supports that too. Like, I feel like your brand is very like inclusive to everyone, you know, you're able to help all these students. And so where are you kind of at now in business? Like, I know that you've been scaling and obviously you've had some stuff come up too in business, which I kind of want to talk about because I feel like a lot of people go through different um, growing pains, especially when they're trying to scale their business. The building portion is pretty hard, but once you get past that, then it's trying to manage, you know, your profit and loss, trying to manage, you know, your audience, your marketing, even social media. Right. So I'm actually getting to the point where honestly, like I've, I've not been very good at delegating. Um, I've hired people in the past and I've been, this is my own downfall is I've been like a little bit of a control freak to where I hire people, but they're not able to do their job because I don't let go of it. Does that make any sense? Yes. And so, so many people struggle with that. And I feel like the audience can totally resonate because it's hard when you've built up something that's so precious, like your own baby. It's like, right. Okay. How do I give that away? How do I actually delegate this? Right. And I'm just like, I've, I've really been trying to work on that a lot lately because it's just, there's only so many hours in a day that one person can do, right? So it's like, how and when are you ever going to grow unless you do get help from outside people? And plus, there are other people who are better at things than you. So it's like, you're going to grow so much more if you enlist the help of others. So I'm, I'm working on that. I'm going to be totally honest. Like, it's something I have to work with every single day, honestly, like my sweet husband, he like, so he retired from his day job in 2019 and joined us full time. I know it's so awesome. And it's so funny. Cause like with, he does like that marketing and like our school liaison and so on, you know, like he makes sure everyone's happy and all these different things. And He's like, I promise it's getting taken care of. Don't stress. Like he has to remind me always. And I'm like, oh, why am I such a control freak? It's fine. 
But I feel like you've been able to utilize that side of you to get to this point. You know, you are very detail oriented, you're perfectionist. And then the downside of that is being a control freak. But honestly, like if that's your downside, and if you've been able to make it this far, it's like you can learn the skill sets to slowly, you know, release that control in you. And I feel like you're doing that now. And I love how raw and real you're, you are too, because so many people struggle with that. And like, you're not the only one. Right. Right. And I, I guess, yeah, like the main thing is just, I think where we've gone through the struggles, like you and I personally, it's just really good for those who are maybe like in the beginning stages or maybe in the hustle stage to like hear, okay, this is normal. So I love that. And so kind of tell me about your Instagram. I heard that it got hacked. Oh Oh my my gosh. You had how many followers? Like 30,000 or something? Oh my gosh. We were actually at like 65. <gasps> and it, was that your, like your original Instagram that you started up when you first started? Oh my gosh. Yes. So tell me like what happened with that. Okay. So this was back when Instagram was very basic, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was like you post a picture, like you write a cute little caption. So it was really easy to build. Like I, I feel like it's there's so many more components to Instagram now. Um, but it was great. Like I remember when they introduced stories and I was like, wow, this is like new, (laughs) but so we have, I had was really like, again, super blessed. I had built really organically. Like I had never done like paid traffic or anything like that. And it was just like incredible. Um, it was totally my fault. I had received an email and it said, Hey, we would love to collaborate with you. This is what we're about. Da, 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 da. And it was like a link to their Instagram profile. Mm-hmm. And I clicked the link. And however, they do it on the back end, they were able to gain access to my account. What? Stop. Yeah. It was all through one link that you clicked. So you didn't have to like yeah. type in your information. It was just a link and then you were done. Yeah. And I even have like the, whatever, the two-step verification mm-hmm. and whatever they did on the back end was able to bypass it. I have no idea. I'm not that tech savvy. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like devastated. It was just yeah, it was crazy. Then I get an email and this is the most like comical part of the whole scenario is it's like, you have been blocked from your Instagram account. We're so sorry for the inconvenience. The inconvenience, (laughs) excuse me. (laughs) Right. And they're like, so please contact us and let us know. um, if you'd like us to sell you back your account, or if you'd like us to sell off your, I don't know what they were going to sell, but they were like, you know, like, do you want us, do you want to buy it back from us? Or do you want us to sell it to somebody else? Oh, that's insane. So they basically like, you just had a link, you clicked it, they took over everything. And then they're like, oops, sorry. Do you want to buy it back? That is so shady. I can't believe that. Yeah. And they're like, don't worry, we'll give it back to you. And we'll even teach you how this, how this happened. So you can't have it happen again. Like it was just like, they were like trying to make themselves like, they're like, I know I'm doing a crappy thing, but like, let me slide in like these little comments to try and like make you feel better about it. 
so did you have to start all over like what did you decide obviously like you weren't gonna pay them like right well it's kind of funny because I tried like I tried postponing them to get any help from Instagram and if you have ever had to get any help from Instagram it's freaking impossible Mm -hmm. it's like I went in and filled out their like help form or whatever it is Mm -hmm. but because they had changed the Instagram handle I wasn't able to like type in the handle to say, this is what I need help with. Does that make any sense? And so then I was like, okay, who can I contact? I tried contacting people through Facebook because obviously they're like joined. And then, um, like I couldn't get a hold of anybody. There's no customer service number. There's nothing. And literally, so we kind of just like, let it go. Um, we did end up like negotiating with them. They originally wanted like $3,000 and I was like, okay, over X amount of time, I was trying to like, just negotiate. And they were like, okay, well, if you don't get back to us within the hour, we're going to sell it. Da, 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 whatever. Anyways, I negotiated them down to like a thousand dollars. And I was like, okay, a thousand dollars is worth it. Regardless of like, I'm probably not going to get it back. Right. Like, but at, on the off chance that I get it back, a thousand dollars is worth it. Mm-hmm. So I ended up paying the thousand dollars and they ghosted me. <gasps> I know. I know. <laughs> oh, this is like a horror. This is like one of my nightmares that I have. I'm like, of someone hacking my account, then I pay them and then they just go away. <gasps> yeah, they're like gone by. Yeah. So it was awful. Mm-hmm. And this is a really huge learning lesson for me. And that other people should take away from this too, is I put all my eggs in one basket. Instagram was my sole marketing source and how I had connected with people and all these different things. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a huge hit to me as far as like, I just didn't know what to do with my business. I was like, I was in the middle of talking to potential schools, potential trainer, like hosts, you know what I mean? Like all these different things. And I'm like, I didn't, I don't even have their emails. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I shot myself in the foot with that. You know what I mean? And so it was just, that was a huge learning lesson. So at the time I had close to 65,000 followers and my email list was like 600. Mm. you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. that doesn't even equate you know what I mean right exactly so it's like definitely do not put your eggs in one basket especially because with social media regardless of what social media it is we don't own it right like Instagram could shut down tomorrow what would we do if you don't have other marketing sources so that was a really crappy learning lesson for me. So maybe take that away. (laughs) Yes, that's insane. And I feel like it's so cool that you're so raw and real with your hardships and it sucks that this happened, but now you are able to learn better and to be able to have your eggs in multiple baskets, just in case, you know, even with your email list, like you did have it, but you didn't quite utilize it enough to capture enough emails. And so did that affect your business at all growing another page? Did you see sales go down? oh totally it was like I call it the perfect storm because it was like that happened in oh geez it was like April of 2020 
So COVID was just raging, right? This was when everybody didn't know anything. We were all scared. We weren't sure what was happening. States were shutting down. So we were already kind of struggling with supplies, right? Because supplies coming from overseas just weren't happening. Then we were struggling with the Instagram and all that different stuff. And then um, people weren't working because people were shut down. So people weren't purchasing anything. So I felt like it was like the perfect storm for us to like really have to take a step back and be like, what the freak are we going to do? Because it was just, like I said, the perfect storm. So we really had to like pivot and adapt. Ooh, so tell me about that. How did you exactly pivot in your business after that? So obviously in-person trainings weren't happening, right? Mm -hmm. Again, COVID. Um, So that's when we started implementing like Zoom meetings, doing different things like that as far as like training. Um, Then we also started doing different mini courses just because we knew not everybody had a lot of money to invest, right? If they're not working, they're not going to be able to like make huge investments, right? Mm -hmm. So that's when we started the mini courses. um, And that was like building your Instagram, um, taking pictures and the business builder. Those were the three mini courses that we launched. And that was just more or less like something quick that you could implement in your business that would actually really help really fast. You know what I mean? So it would be like a quick return on investment for people. Um, and then as far as products, I, the, and you know, finding good products is it's, that's a whole other topic. Like you can find something you really love and then your contact at that company can leave. And then Mm -hmm. if you, again, learning lesson, if you don't have all of the details of everything that like, oh, it's made from this material, it's on this type of sticker, it's on, you know, X, Y, Z, then you could be totally starting over with a brand new rep. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's all these different problems that again, learning lesson. Now I have like a file of all these different things, but I started finding different manufacturers that had the same quality for different things. Because if this manufacturer was out of the building supplies, I was going to contact this manufacturer and kind of like, I have like a little list of chains that I've tested and know the qualities there, but I'm not willing to wait on one person anymore. Yes, I love that. And I tell people that all the time, especially in my course, Six Figure Beauty Boss, when they're wanting to start a product line, like just because you found like a really good manufacturer, it doesn't mean that they're going to be there forever. You know, what right. happens if they disappear or ghost you? Like you're right. out, you're going to have to start all over again. Right. Well, and I don't, I don't know for you, but for me, like I have been like, oh my gosh, this is an amazing product. I'm going to put in a $5,000 order. And then I get the order and I'm like, this is crap. I almost said a bad word, but I'm like, this is crap. And I'm like, and then they're overseas, right? They're, what are you going to do? They already have your money. So luckily that company was willing to make it right and all those things so that was fine but like what if what if they were like sorry too bad you know what I mean so first launch I think I spent like five thousand dollars which was huge for baby Helena at the time and uh I tested out the products they were beautiful amazing and then I bought them all 
and they were just sheds like it was yeah. so bad oh my gosh it's uh were, did they reconcile that or was it nope oh, nope no. so then I had all these products and we couldn't really sell them and right. I didn't feel right with selling them so we tried to use them they were still usable but it just wasn't what I first got you know right. with that and so you just want to make sure that you find the right manufacturer and it takes time like people don't understand like how long did it take you to find your manufacturer mine took like at least like two years right so I was kind of lucky where my my business, my ex-business partner had been using these products prior to wanting to launch them. Oh. And so I had been purchasing products from her. Like we would go in on big orders. Does that make sense yeah. beforehand? So I didn't necessarily have to find like a lash supplier, but I did end up having to find like all different other suppliers. So mm -hmm. I got lucky with the lashes, which I feel like was a huge, huge thing. Yes. Um, but with adhesives, oh my gosh, like kind of same thing. My biggest thing was with tweezers. Like, oh my gosh. Tweezers are such a nightmare. I swear. They that was one of the last things I launched and we're still tweaking them because you do that big order and then you can't use half the tweezers and some of them still don't work. And it's crazy. And you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah. how come every tweezer you send me in your sample is like, you know, like perfect. And then it's like, you place this big bulk order and then you're like, there have been times where I've gotten like eight tweezers out of a whole order. Yeah. Cause you hand test them and you're like, okay, let's make sure these are working. They're good. Da, da, da. No, you're like, what the crap? And then you're kind of like you're hand testing them and you're like, okay, are these decent? Cause you get so used to using the shitty ones. And then you're like, right. are these bad or are they good? And then like tricks your brain even. And oh then, yeah. Your mind is like, what? Yeah. It's like flipped because it's like, oh my gosh, are these actually bad or are they kind of good? Because I'm hoping to find a good tweezer in this order. Right. Oh my gosh, literally. And then you're like, am I, is it me? Am I the problem? Am I the problem here? Do I need to take another course? Like <laughs> happening. But luckily we know, we yeah. know that it's not us. It's the dang product, but it does kind of mess with you a little bit when you're like, yes, I'm so excited to launch this. And that's been something else too. I've like learned, don't say anything about the products and like a launch date and all these different things until you have the product, you know that it's good to go, like all these different things, because then you have people being like, hey, when's this gonna happen? And I'm like, uh, well, about that. About that, we said it was gonna happen today, but we still don't have that because we had issues. <laughs> right, exactly. But it's all part of the process and it's great. And then once you find those people again, make sure you know what it's made from, make sure you know all of the different things, the process, because I've had people be like, oh yeah, these are the best quality whatevers. And then you get it and you're like, this doesn't compare to anything. So I don't want to use you as a manufacturer if this is your quote, best quality, right? Exactly. So you just need to make sure you know all of the little details because I've had that happen too, where my contact left and then I had to restart all over with a new contact mm -hmm. and he didn't know anything about what I what I purchased or what I was using 
So yes. And I feel like I need to do that too. Cause I have some information, but I had one contact leave and they let me know that they're going to leave and they sent me to a new contact and thank God everything was the same, but that's so good to know, especially for you guys who are looking into a product line. There's so many things I feel like the industry doesn't quite talk about. And you're going to pick up so many nuggets from this episode, probably already like get your notebook out, start taking notes, you guys, because <laughs> this is the raw and real truth of products and of business too. And so I kind of want to go back Courtney to your ex-business partner. Like how did you guys start out and like, what kind of made it to the point where you guys had to separate? So it was we are still friends to this day. So it's not like a big dramatic story. Um, yeah. (laughs) So basically what had happened. So when I learned lashes, she is who I learned lashes from, like I said, almost 10 years ago. And we just like had stayed really good friends. Um, I had purchased products from her. Like we had gone in on bulk orders, you know what I mean? Different things like that. And when I was doing the whole training aspect, I was like, listen, like this is an opportunity because trainings are popping. We could do the products within it, all these different things. And she's like, okay, if you bring the training, I'll bring the products and we can be a partnership. I was like, perfect. Right. Um, so we were in business. I honestly don't even remember when I bought her out. I think it was 2018. It was because I wanted to do IVS and she was like, no, like this is too much. It's taking too much of my time. It's taking, like, I feel like I'm spread too thin, all these different things. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to be held back and you don't want to give anymore. So there has to be like some sort of middle ground where we can compromise and either go separate ways, change the business. You know what I mean? However we needed to do it. And luckily, like I said, it was very, very amicable, like still love her. And I'm honestly really grateful for her because I wouldn't have gotten started in lashes like 10 years ago, regardless of the business. Like she's given me so much room to grow and like really motivated me. So she's amazing. It just got to the point where she was like, you know what? I don't want to give up xyz and so i'm going to give up the business and so i was like okay let's talk about a buyout and all those different things so it was really really like amicable no drama luckily because i've heard of other partnerships dissolving and it being disastrous so again very blessed still love her and appreciate all that she's done for me because again lashes changed my life so I was lucky to be introduced by her to it. That's amazing. And I'm glad that you guys are still friends. Like, I feel like yeah. you're such a mature person where, you know, sometimes that drama can, you know, come out of those fears of, oh my God, my partner is going to leave or, oh my God, how am I going to do this alone? Where you guys just decided that it's time to go separate ways. You wanted to grow in scale. She wanted to kind of stabilize and it just wasn't a good fit for both of you. So I think that that's amazing. And with right. the IBS event too, like how did that go of being alone, you know, having this business all by yourself? Like what was kind of some struggles with it? So, and that's kind of where, that's what led to my husband joining the business full time. Because I had bought her out in, I want to say the end of 2018, I may be totally off, but then my husband was starting to pick up the slack with a bunch of different things and it just got so overwhelming. And 
luckily we had built the business enough to the point where I was like, no, like we're not doing this anymore. Like you just need to join full time, um, all these different things. And that was a big leap because he was like the health insurance. He was like the stability, you know what I mean? Like all these different things. And so that was a little bit chaotic. Um, but, and like a good chaos, you know, like we kind of grow in like the, like make it happen phases. You know what I mean? Like, like in that kind of chaotic, like I have to make this happen or else like it kind of drives us, you know, 100%. Like, it's just, I don't know. You're like, this is make it or break it. And I'm going to just make it happen. So And my husband's like, literally I call him a unicorn because he is just (laughs) like, he really is like one in a million. I don't know where he came from, but he's amazing, like literally amazing, but he is just like, what do you need? I'll do it. Like, let's make this happen. And he's always been my biggest cheerleader and I'm like high stress. And he's like very chill, go with the flow. So like we balance each other out in a lot of different ways. So don't think I could have done IBS without him my sweet dad oh my gosh he like rallied for me he helped me build my booth he helped take it down set it up like all these different things and so IBS was huge and that was like my number one goal for 2019 was to make it to IBS and so I just have luckily like amazing people that like really rallied for me. And then I have these cute girls that were able to come down and help at the booth. Like it was, I don't know. I just feel like, again, I don't know. And I, I feel kind of ridiculous being like, it just happened. But like, I just think you, you get back what you put out, you know what I mean? And so it's just like, I'm totally willing to help wherever I'm happy to give away content like you know what I mean different things like that and so I just think it's kind of like uh the universe has like got my back a little bit yeah (laughs) it's like that good energy like you're putting good energy out there you're doing the free content you're doing all these amazing things for lash artists you're obviously going to see that same energy back and that's what kind of has led you to be so successful because I feel like you have such a big heart for this industry where it really shows you're passionate about it and people see that, you know, yes. and you're not trying to force things that weren't made for you. It just kind of all, it was like a domino effect. It just kind of all right. fell together and it was perfect. And you still had those chaotic times. You still had those challenges that happened. And, you know, you probably had thoughts of, am I made for this? Am I good enough for this? Oh, totally but you were able to move past it, even though you were afraid, even though you had challenges. And I think that's the biggest things entrepreneurs, like the people who you see on Instagram that are so successful, it's just because they've been persistent and they've been able to move past these mindset challenges. Right. It's like, again, that chaos, are you going to make it happen or are you going to just let it take over? Yes. I love that so much, Courtney. Oh my gosh. I feel like we could talk forever about mindset. Like I honestly, like this should be like a whole like conference about it. Like me and Courtney from 10 to five, all about mindset. (laughs) Come join us. (laughs) Literally you will have so much fun. Treats and drinks will be provided. So we'll bring you all the drinks. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) 
<laughs> but no, we should absolutely do that. Cause I feel like no one really talks about this stuff. You know, it's very raw. It's very real. And I remember like when I first met you, I was like, oh my God, Courtney's like amazing. And you were just so warm and welcoming. And you were one of the first like people that I actually like looked up to who actually brought me into the community. Like you have such a special place in my heart, Courtney. You have no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. I literally like, you're going to make me cry because that is like, that is my why I'm being serious. Like, I'm just like, I just, I don't know. And like what you've been able to do, like, I really am like getting a little bit emotional. I'm like, but it's just, that's just what I'm about. And so I just love, I just love that. And it really is like, it just solidifies because you do, even at my point, like I just had my third baby and I'm like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? All these different things. So to hear you say that, I'm just like, that's it. That's it for me. So seriously, thank you so much. Of course. And I'm so happy to have you on here and kind of tell my viewers and my audience, like, how can they find you? How can they connect with you? Okay. So I am just on Instagram at Lash Essential. Um, my personal Instagram, that's like personal business is Lash Essential Courtney. Um, and so that that's where I share a little bit more about my life and like behind the scenes of the business. Lash Essentials, just like the more curated, like finely picked you know, different things like that. Um, and then just lashessential.com is just the business. And like I said, we have like those mini courses that I really feel like have helped and amplified a bunch of people. Um, I don't know. It's just, again, just want to build people up. <laughs> yes, girl. And if you guys haven't tried out her lashes, please make an order. Like they're so good. I swear you will love them. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're the best. I'm like, <laughs> you are the best. And I love everything that you're doing for the community because we just need good people need good people, right? Yes. And we got to bring them all together, you know, and for those right. listeners out there, if you've been wanting to reach out to us, reach out to us. We're here for you. Like, like, just like what Courtney did for me, she welcomed me with, me with open arms. And I want to do that for you guys. And Courtney's here for you too. So absolutely. thank you so much, Courtney, for joining me today. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.